Hey girl, I got something real important to give you. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome to episode 51 of Another Woodshop Podcast, and if I set up the audio correctly, everyone should only be able to hear me. Yes, it's the Pete Podcast. Get welcome ready for an hour and a half of just Pete and silence. Pete, Basically, it's all Pete. downhill from here. Pete and silence. <laughs> Turning it long. The Another Pete Only Podcast. Pops is what we call it for short. If you were in the That's pre-show all. live, you know what we're talking about. We always yeah. ep- open every episode with, if you were in the pre-show live, you'd get the next 12 minutes of jokes. We probably yeah, should work ba- on that. I mean, that is basically the last, like, I like mean, that's 20 episodes. incentive to join us in the live. True. And, and True. guys, it was so awesome. This year, we had a bunch of our sponsors were actually in the pre-show live. This year? Right? This 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 time. This episode. Yeah. You said this year. Yeah. A bunch of our sponsors because were in, the, in there. This spon- this episode, this sponsor is brought to you by this episode. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our sponsors the patrons uh so this is the first official patron only episode uh what well a patron sponsored episode no but a huge 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 shout out to all of our patrons you help us uh keep the show going and if you would like to help support the show help us keep bringing you just wonderful audio issue prone content if you'd like to help us keep the lights on over here at AWD keep the lights on literally yeah (laughs) Because, uh, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. You guys are great. And despite all the hiccups that we have, you guys are they're always there for us. And <laughs> Calm down, Pete. No, what? Pete's they, very upset. There, oh, was a, there was a huge technical I was, failure I was in the live. I was upset in the beginning. Pete was on the edge. The amount of supporting messages that I got or supportive messages I got from uh, our patrons and other uh, You friends, got some? I got some. People were like, hey, it's, it's all good. I got, a lot yeah, of, it's, I got a lot of messages that said fire Pete. Yeah, I, I yeah, got a bunch of just said it's okay if it's in a three-way call. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so yeah, huge shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, you know, there's some there's some cool stuff coming down the line. So if you want to be the first to uh, potentially be in on it, Patreon.com/slash Another Shop Podcast. AWP. Hey, we got some hey, new patrons too. We do. We have two new patrons. We, we got two new patrons. Uh, we're not sure if we mentioned Billy. You know what? I do remember mentioning Billy last week. That's fine. About it, he's I getting a saying, double. Okay, Billy, you're he's getting the IP patron. Twice. He deserves it. Uh, he does. Uh, and then we uh also knew the family is Ollie Boy Woodworks. <laughs> Did we also mention that? Who knows? We may or may not have gotten new patrons this week. Either way, we're real appreciative we of our did. patrons. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, I mean, you know, assuming anyone can hear us. Why don't we jump into what's on my bench? What's on my bench? Mike, why don't you start okay. since you're talking? Oh, that's true. And Dan's eating nuts and playing uh, Snake, I assume. Uh, I was <laughs> playing Tetris. I'm just joking. You were you, were, you really I'm, playing Tetris? You can't no. make it any better. I'm responding. <laughs> I'm Respawning? Joking. Did you just uh, die? So, listen. This last seven days of my life have been very, very stressful. I uh, I can't go into some of the stuff, but some stuff at my work went down last week on Friday, right before we went into the show, that made the last five days of my life very stressful at work. Uh, I can't really go into that. But um, on top of that, um, I'm working on this bench, which I'm in a hurry to finish up this weekend because that's my deadline is the end of the month. Uh, <clears throat> and that's this weekend. Uh, well, I think I have more time, but I actually haven't been communicated to. So um, the bench is a, a copy of what you've already made, though, right? Correct. Same bench. Yeah, it's the same exact bench. I did change the dimensions of the seat. I made the seat wider or deeper. I guess I, I guess I should say. Did you have I to modify the, the text in any way? Because I know you're trying to avoid some knots. Uh, I. Did you have you not seen the stories? Probably not. I have not. No, I just I don't the last I, I one I saw already. you were trying to I, figure out what you were going to do. I I ended up uh not uh, I just not <laughs> no I ended up change I ended up uh I didn't take out any of the knots. My thought was to take a piece of redwood, 
uh, I was going to take a two inch Forstner bit and drill down the knots and then make a two inch plug with my CNC and then plug it in there and then sand it down flush. But I'm very certain that the customer doesn't want the knots to go away. So I'm using the same text as the last, the same quote as the last bench. That's what they wanted last time. They wanted this time again. I ended up just manipulating the text around and fitting in around the knots. So uh, I did mess it up by like 0.1 inches. One of the letters goes into one of the knots, like a 10th of an inch. So I had to seal it up a little bit. It's not a huge deal. You're not gonna be able to notice it in the end product, but I was trying to avoid it. And I could have, if I hadn't been just, you should probably just throw that whole thing in the fire pit. Yeah, I would. I would start fresh because that slab wouldn't be so hard to redo, but they literally have no more wood. Like I'm I'm using the bottom of the barrel. They <laughs> Wait, supplied what all the happened to all so. those slabs? They aren't long enough because they're all f- like four foot, six inches. I need five foot because I've cut them all down. Every, so, if I had a nickel one, for every time it wasn't long enough, I'd... <laughs> the, the other uh, the other slabs are also that you, all this. You're referencing the slabs that were at the place. Dan and Pete went went with me to pick up the original material. Yeah, and Dan lifted uh, all of them by himself. Dan was so strong. He's so buff. Um, much strong. Much strong. Very impressed. He, uh, but they were not. They were all too narrow. It would have been too narrow of a seat back. The ones that were left. So all the ones that were wide enough weren't long enough. Tail as old as time. But uh, I was able to get that worked out. Actually, I I engraved them and the I did the epoxy inlay before the show, before we came in here. So I'm actually going to be doing the finish sanding, getting the seat on tomorrow and doing the glue up tomorrow. And I'm going to be spraying that thing Sunday. Uh, The other big news is I landed, well, I don't have the contract yet, but I landed like by far the largest job I've ever landed. And it is huge. I can't go into many details. It's significant. It's a very big project. um, And it's a big, it's big for my, um, for my for coffee custom builds so uh it's a commercial job and i'm really proud of it i put a lot of a lot of work into it over the last week and a half and um i have to coordinate subs and it's going to be a it's going to be a big step forward for me so i'm really excited about that i'd go into more of what it is but there's no details yet that's part of the whole thing is that i don't even know i'm building a table that's all i know i have no details on size uh, base. I have heard rumors that it's going to be a live edge waterfall and that's all the details I have so far. So, um, that's all the information I have. Um, I also had, uh, more people are buying those Imperial conversion charts, uh, which is awesome. I've got like 10 on back order right now. I was supposed to get the material today, but because of all the snowstorm stuff that was happening in Texas, the material was delayed. I'm not getting it till Wednesday now, which really sucks because I was hoping to cut them this weekend because um, I got, like I said, 10 orders that I need to get out. Uh, but as soon as those come in, I'm going to cut all of them up because I'm going to be done with this bench this weekend. I'm going to take kind of two weeks off of uh, commissions and not work on anything but for stuff in my shop. And then I got some, I want to actually try to knock out, knock out our bed. And I want to get those out and get kind of caught up in things before I jump into the next commission, which is a dining table and a coffee table. And another coffee table. So <clears throat> I'm just going to try to take a couple weeks off because I'm actually ahead of schedule with this bench right now. Try, try to take advantage of that. Um, and then I think that's it. I had some charcuterie boards get ordered this week on Etsy. Just uh, got a lawyer this week. Um, just kind of trying to kind of up in the things over with coffee custom builds, getting kind of systems in place. I looked at a project management app called Jobber. Um, I'm really tempted to pull the trigger on that because uh, I think it's going to help me a lot. I'm having trouble keeping up with a lot of things right now and uh, I'm just balancing a lot of plates <coughs> and it's a hundred dollars a month, which that sounds really like a pricey. Lot. It does. But when you think about what it does, uh, it saves, it could save me a lot of time. If it can save me two hours a month, it's worth, it's worth it to me because I mean, I don't want to go into what I bill, but <laughs> if it say if it saves me one hour a month, it actually is worth it to me. So um, anyway, but it, what it does, Dan, is when if I have a link like on my Instagram or on my website, customer can go there. They can fill out a form. They can fill out, say, hey, I'm looking for this. It'll actually create uh, a customer request. And then I can go in there and hit a button and turn it into a quote. And then I can turn that request into a quote with their with their specifications. And then that quote can go to them and then they can approve it. And that turns it into a job. And then with the push of a button after I'm done with the job, it'll turn that into an invoice and then send it to him. So it's like, I don't have to do any data entry really dope. So 
administrative, like saving. I don't want to deal with administrative stuff all day long. That's not what I'm here. I'm not doing woodworking to be into administrative stuff. So if there's a program that can do it for me, time is money. Amen to that. So I got to figure out, I got to figure out if that's a value. So I got to figure those things out. There's other options out there too. Uh, but anyway, I won't go into that. Uh, Dan, what about you? What about me? What about Dan? What about Bob? <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, you'll be shocked to know that I've been continually working on the Tetris giant ridiculous Not bookshelf. Shocked. I'm actually starting to put the finishing touches on it. I started spraying it with lacquer this evening. After nice. some hiccups this morning. So <laughs> over the last several weeks, we've gotten a, a ton of snow in here in Nebraska. How which much is did you get? Oh, more than I care to care about. Just a lot. 200 inches? Sure, 200. One Sounds inch. about right. Seven so, somewhere between <laughs> one inch and 200 Seven inches. inches. <laughs> But anyways, we we've gotten a lot of snow. I think we've we've gotten more snow uh than we have since 2015 or something like that. And it's been really nice here the last several weeks. No, not weeks, several days. <laughs> Sorry. Timelines are tough. Uh it's been <laughs> really nice here the last several days and it's all starting to melt. And it's melting very rapidly, which is creating like a huge mud pit in my yard. So if you mm. follow me, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I like to let my dog out, and he he hangs out in the shop with me. Who let the dogs? Who let out? the dogs? Ah, oh, Pete, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get me. You get. This is why we're friends. <laughs> well, let's I, turn off the show. This that's I, ruined now. We both said it at the same time. <laughs> I thought you were friends so we're because three, one of you paid two, one. One. <laughs> anyway, Dan's mad. I'm super. He's gonna I'm throw this podcast right on now. the ground. <laughs> I threw it on the. I'm sorry. Uh, where was I? Oh, oh, uh, you were saying the mud pit. Yes, my yard is a mud pit. So I was, I was in my shop this morning. I was prepped to start spraying lacquer on the Tetris bookshelf, the first part of it, and my dog's outside. He's you know, playing with his toy, he's coming back and forth, and he brings his toy inside, and he shakes it with his head really hard, and it just, like, f slings mud everywhere, and I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? So I had to wipe it down and re-sand it, because he got mud all over the thing. Oh, man. <laughs> it took me, like, two hours, and as I was, like, getting ready to to spray it some more... He was like flinging mud and water and all kinds of stuff. Like every time he walked by it, he didn't even have to shake. Just like whenever he walked by it, it just like seemed to like gravitate towards control it. of your dog. I will cut you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's another joke. Uh, well, let's go into that. Uh, yes. No, we don't need to go into that. No, we're going into it because I'm, I'm still angry. I'm still angry. <laughs> Someone got Dunlapped. Oh, someone totally got Dunlapped in my neighborhood. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I let Max like run in my yard, and he's a very good dog. And he he comes he comes and goes, and he he stays in the yard. Some dude who I've never seen before in my neighborhood. Mike is totally like not into the story because he's yawning. But some dude no, I've I'm never so tired, man. I'm sorry. Some dude I've story. never I'll seen tell, before. I was Jackson about it earlier. Some dude I've never seen before in our neighborhood is walking down the sidewalk. I have this all on video because, you know, if you're going to break into my shop, I got you on video, dude. <laughs> he, uh, like, Max runs out to the sidewalk and he, he's going to greet him. And the dude is, like, petrified. He's got He's got <laughs> a giant stick in his hand. So Max is all about sticks and, and things. So... He sees the stick and he's like, "Oh, you, you're, you're my friend." So he he like runs up to the dude and the dude is petrified and I'm like, "Don't worry, he's fine." And uh, I yell for Max and Max comes back to me immediately and the guy continues to walk down the sidewalk and he, and he goes, "Why don't you get control of your dog?" <laughs> I went, "What?" 
And he goes, why don't you get control of your dog, please? I responded with, why don't you bleep off, please? And he kept going. And then Dan killed him. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't bleep off. As far as I know, he just kept walking. Also, I mean, like I'll, I stand by my statement. Who in this day and age walks down a street on a sidewalk? Yeah, true. Like, what are you a psychopath? Why are you walking down somebody's street? Who he walks? was in. He was also in. Legs. He was also in shorts and boots. Uh, Who does that? Can't trust him. No, that's like sandals boots with and, the fur and, and, and socks. It's just and I will add that Max came to me as soon as I said his name. Not so that I have control of my dog or anything. Control? I don't have any control of my dog. Anyways, I forget where I was going. Yes, the uh, <laughs> Tetris bookshelf is getting lacquer on it. And I spoke to my client, uh, a different client, this morning. And so, like, I'm doing this, like, whole basement remodel thing. I'm doing trim in the basement. I'm doing a floating desk. I'm doing a bar and some upper cabinets for the bar. I'm doing two Murphy doors for it. They called me this morning. They told me that they got uh, some carpet being laid sometime in April. So I got a hard deadline for that. So the the rush is kind of on. It doesn't do sound it doesn't deadline? sound like you know it's that far away, but it's it's. Certainly closer than what I would like. Work, so yeah, you're gonna blink and it's done. And it's yeah, over. right. Anyway, I can't believe how fast this year is going. It's March on Monday. <laughs> I know. Oh God. Ugh. Oh. Oh, on top of that, on top of that, <clears throat> yeah, I need March to build a bed out of cherry. By when? I didn't. And know we, we all were, know you can't. I didn't build know we were a bed out of cherry in May or March, whatever. Is that a is that a thing? Is that like uh, yeah, you can't wear white after Labor eclipse. Day kind of thing? Ugh, white God. after Labor Day, same thing. Yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Pete, what you got going on? Oh, what do I got? You you say? Uh, it's a good thing I made a list because I don't remember. Uh, t- <laughs> I actually had a pretty busy week, but it was uh, most of it was spent out of the shop. I. I've been tuning my CNC because I, I I did finally do some maintenance. I've had it for over a year. I've never really maintained it. I haven't tightened up any belts or anything like that. So <laughs> I put in a little work on that. And this week I've been making a bunch of trays. I have tons of little offcuts, uh, just little Dunlap-sized pieces of wood on the shelf. And I started just throwing it in a CNC, making trays and just, you know, selling them, giving them away as gifts. I also, and this is going to come as a shock. I hope everyone's sitting. One sitting. Give me a second. Okay. I finished a bunch of cutting boards. <laughs> so I had some um, some bare naked cutting boards on the shelf and some <laughs> that I had to just refinish because I guess uh, I thought they were cured and I stacked them and then wherever they were touching another board, they got shiny and everything else was kind of matted a little bit more. So I had to clean that up, threw them up all on Etsy. I uh, got some sales, which is really nice. I made some other or uh, 3D printed stuff to throw up on the website as well. I'm starting on a uh, a cherry shelf, like a corner shelf. So it's like a quarter circle with some supports. It can be two, maybe three tier. I still got to talk to the client. It's my mom. She she wanted one. <laughs> client. <laughs> my client. I'm doing charity work. Your roommates? <laughs> roommates. <laughs> My roommates. <laughs> um, the client. Aside from that, I Emma got her YouTube channel up and running this week. I've been I on her about. Thank, I appreciate you. She I've has been, more videos up than you. That this is FYI, an <laughs> and you're right. I mean, I can't even be mad. But it was actually. Yeah, it was a lot I've of been fun. riding her about getting one. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's what's really nice is you know we're both kind of you know we're both trying we're both selling something in what we do so uh she's starting to see the value of like a youtube instagram all that stuff so uh i've been working with her and she decided to start a channel i helped her she did the editing i did some thumbnail stuff mike you're right making thumbnails in canva is a lot of fun especially when you get to do, fun. do the uh remove background thing uh, i know dan's been having a lot of fun in canva so uh <laughs> worked on that and she's pushing me to 
get my video out. So I've been, I actually did a little bit of editing on mine this week. I really hope to have that thing out soon because I'm just, I'm getting annoyed with myself. But um, that's about it. Just, you know, got to get that YouTube video out and make some more content. Uh, oh, and I've been spending a lot of time in Clubhouse, which is a new app. And if you really want to learn about it, please bing it because it's just too Stop. much to go into. But it's another platform, but I spent a lot of time in there this week talking to other makers. Uh, Dan hopped in there a, a bunch. Uh, Mike hopped in it a little bit. So check it out. Hit me up on Clubhouse. Uh, but that's all I got for this week. Should we do questions? I forgot to mention that I made some magnetic bottle openers. Ooh, nice. And I'm suing. Oh, you're suing? <laughs> I'm suing you, yeah. Okay. Those look really good. You did a good job. They were just offcuts from that that uh, Tetris fun shelf. To make. I like making them. Like sometimes I'll just knock some out and keep them in like an inventory. I haven't sold one in a it long It seemed like time, a good really pushed them. a good use for the offcuts that I had instead of like throwing them in the burn pile. Yeah, make some. Anytime I have a, a an ugly side on one of the mini boards, or if I have like a check on one side, yeah, it's it's now a bottle opener. Like a check C Z E C H Czech Republic. Like like the Republic. Yeah. That's what I thought. Hello. Hello, it says You want hello. bottle opener? It's got <laughs> magnets. In Mother Czech Republic, a bottle opens you. Uh, foo Fighters. <laughs> All right, so this first question <laughs> is from Adam Barnett. We're going into questions early. This is going to be a quick episode, boys. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Adam Barnett, America. Hey, guys. Adam here from Barnett Custom Woodworks. So I was talking to someone on Instagram, and they mentioned uh, that they had to tell a customer not to put a cutting board in the freezer, and it reminded me of a time that I had to tell a customer that they cannot microwave wooden epoxy coasters. (laughs) Uh, So I was wondering, what's the craziest thing that you guys have had to tell a customer not to do with one of your products? All right. Can't wait to hear the stories. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Dan. Would you have to tell them not to put in their body? <laughs> I don't have any stories to go along with that. I have had customers uh, reach out to me and say, well, one customer in particular comes to mind. They were telling me that the the the, the cutting board like swelled and and cracked and all this other stuff. And it was like Wait a minute! I told you, I told you specifically not to is put it in the dishwasher. The oh, it was. Uh, oh, this is a while back. It's a while back. Yeah. I told you specifically not to put it in the dishwasher because everything he told, everything he told me, sounded like they put it in the dishwasher, right? And then they let it dry out. He's like, "Well, I don't know. Let me talk to my wife and see what happened." And lo and behold, he talked to his wife, and his wife put it in the dishwasher. I've never had anybody put a, a cutting board in the freezer. I that's pretty dumb. I can't. They probably believe in magic. I I, I got nothing. I'm trying to imagine what scenario it was where that was appropriate. Like, was did they have something on it, and they wanted to just put it in there? They were making a ice charcuterie board. Is that a thing? I wish this was warmer. <laughs> this is a pretty nice charcuterie board, but it's pretty cold. I got nothing. Throw it, Pete. Oh, I. I mean, I think it's just been like either don't put it in a dishwasher, which is kind of a standard thing you have to say or put it in your paperwork, uh, or don't put like super hot items on this. Because I made some noodle boards, which are the like the stovetop thing covers. And I'd be like, don't put like a hot pot on this thing because it'll ruin it. Um, of course, I've I've heard of at least one person putting one on one of my boards, too. So that's I didn't think I had to uh, actually specify that. But yeah, I guess, you know, if it's coming right off a of flame, you shouldn't be going on a cutting board, people. Come on. But I don't really have a crazy story. Not like that. He's I mean, he's got his beat, I think, with the, those two stories. Fridge. Those. And what was the second one? Freezer uh, and microwave. Freezer and microwave. Yeah, the microwave coasters that I don't even know. Why? 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 Mike? Why? I ain't got anything. That's crazy. You got us beat. That's the craziest thing. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) It's a good one. You beat us. I hope you're happy, Adam. This next one (laughs) is from 
Your last voicemail ever. Yeah, you're not going to be on this show again. Just kidding. Please call us next week. This next one's from Kevin Hop. Hey, it's Kevin from Hopper's Woodworking in Saskatoon. Saskatoon. And my question is about shop upgrades, but more specifically, sander upgrades. I do a lot of one-off and custom builds and currently have the typical DeWalt random orbital sander. I just found the Diablo mesh paper and thought that was a game changer. So what's the next game changer? Do I go with a belt disc combo or a drum sander or maybe a Merca or Festool? I'm wanting to stay under a thousand and hopefully be able to add an air scrubber as well. Curious to hear your thoughts and great job on the podcast, guys. Keep it up. Pete. Uh, I mean, I'd say a, a really good sander and a some kind of dust extractor. Not a dust collector, but some kind of vacuum style device that lets you control the speed uh, and also turns on while you're working on it. So like the Festool CT or mini series, uh, Merca makes that a vacuum as well. And there's some other brands. I think Triton makes some as well, maybe some other brand. It's like orange. Um, That and a good sander will legitimately save you hours and hours of time in the shop and probably just your lungs because it collects dust really really well um ever since i got my vacuum for the the merca sander like i don't even like there's no dust in my shop when i sand what about you mike uh i mean i would say a good random orbit sander i mean i I had the uh you know one of those roughly hundred dollar random orbit sanders for about a year and getting a nice sander was really like whoa this is this is a huge time saver for something that I don't like doing. So um, I think, you know, we all kind of joke that it actually makes it enjoyable. I don't know that it actually makes it enjoyable. It does make it far less horrible to have yeah. a good sander. I mean, sanding is some people do like sanding. I'm, I don't like sanding. But when you have when you have to do something, I mean, you have to sand. You're not going to get away from sanding um, unless you do like a smoothing plane or whatever. But um you're going to have to sand more than likely. And if you have a tool that makes something that's genuine, generally kind of horrible, not so bad, that in and of itself is kind of a win. So, um, a good sander really goes a long distance. Obviously we're fans of Merca's here, uh, but there are other good brands out there. So, um, just spending the money on that tool is, is worth the money. Um, and getting an air scrubber, I think air scrubbers are really important because these new tool systems have really good dust extraction uh, these higher end things have dust extraction, but that there is still, I mean, go a week without blowing out or cleaning off your shop. There is a layer of dust over stuff. Those, those, uh, those air scrubbers will help a lot. They'll help pull stuff out of the air. I try to run mine whenever I'm doing any of my, um, you know, volatile compound sanding. Whenever I've got, anytime I got like fine air in the dust, that stuff's going to go in your lungs if you're not wearing a dust mask. But if you've got the air scrubber, it's going to help a lot. So I would definitely say a nice random orbit sander and an air scrubber. You're probably going to be spending pretty close to a thousand dollars though. I know you said you want to go under a thousand, but you might have to break that budget by a hundred bucks or so. Dan. hundred percent agree with everything that these guys said. The Merca sander system is phenomenal. And I'm not just yeah, saying that because great. they're sponsors of the show. It, right. They are fantastic. They collect dust they do an amazing job at sanding. I mean, I've cut my sanding time in more than half, I think, on bigger projects. They are just fantastic. And the dust collection on them is amazing. And Mike is right. You know, you should be more concerned about the the dust you can't see. Right. So a, a good air scrubber good. is gonna is gonna <clears throat> You know, it's going to benefit you quite a bit. And I think a $1,000 budget is going to be a little tough. Now, to address another thing you said is a, should you get a drum sander? I think that's a, I think that's a game changer. If you can, if you can swing it, if you can get a good drum sander, that is going to open up a lot of like opportunities for you and other things. It's Mm going to, it's going to save you a lot of time. Yep. So that's what I have to say. He's true. Um, I tell no tales. (laughs) 
This next question is from a fine young gentleman named Lee Omen. Hey guys, Lee over at Regal Street Woodshop. Uh, just wondering if you guys had any tips or suggestions for somebody that wanted to open up an Etsy store. Um, anything and any tips you guys have, I'd greatly appreciate. Thanks, guys. Hit him, Pete. Well, uh, if you listen to all of our episodes in order, you'd probably get some great tips in there. But if you're too lazy to do that, Lee. Whoa. <laughs> I guess we'll tell you now. So, I mean, one of the biggest things you can do is be on Etsy. I see too many people that actually have Etsy listed in their profile when I click on their profile and there's nothing in your store. Constantly be adding stuff. And uh, Mike's been on Etsy all of what, like six months, eight months? I've been on and it for a year and a half, but it's been four, like, four, four or five months you been, since it took off. you started being active? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, been, like it, in October. Exactly. And I feel like you have a new item in there. Yeah, you have to uh, update like your store every often. week or two. And I've been trying yeah. to do that too. I've been trying to add some stuff, whether it's a variation of something I make or a new item. And I, I started taking a, a page out of Mike's book too, where he, he you've made some templates that were kind of one-off jobs, but could also relate to some other stuff. And you threw out the threw up the SVG, and yeah. just sell you know, the file. People can grab it. Sell the file, and you probably gotten some sales. Maybe not. Well, I probably have, but you might eventually. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, you I've go. Sold, so, I've sold files. I've sold like 30, uh, 20 files so far. Yeah, so the thing is, like, keep throwing stuff up there. I actually have to throw up some SVGs. I, I talked to Ben Myers uh, yesterday. I had a great conversation with him about how to uh, how he handles SVGs, uh, how profitable that's been for him. And I know that I've been making a mistake by not having them up there. But anyways, the, the idea is if you're making something, like I a couple weeks ago, I made just a bunch of templates of like a guitar pick so that people can pour resin over the top. It was for a client. She just needed five of them. I ended up cutting six out of the one sheet, so I have an extra. I took some photos, threw it up on Etsy. I sold one already. So nice. there's a need for it. You know, like it's template. If people, one person uh, needs it, someone else probably someone does. Someone else might need it. And because it's something that I can just cut out on a CNC or laser or 3D print, it's another one of those items that's like I can fulfill it pretty easily without really having put, to put in a lot of work. The other so, thing is is – People when they when they're looking for odds and ends thing that they can't find at like a Target or wherever they shop, they usually shop at Etsy for those Etsy. kind of things because yeah. they're handmade and they can find the. There's like an unending list of weird things that you can find on Etsy that that are handmade. So people yep. are going to go there. So if you made something by hand and you think and someone else ordered it, like I just said, someone else might want it, and then you find out you're probably the only guy making those things or selling them at least, and now you're the guy. Or gal, yeah. you're the person who's now ma- who's supplying the world with that thing. There's only 500 people in the whole world who need it, but you're going to sell it to all of them, and that's a lot of sales for one person. You you never know what might come from it. I've had people reach out to me through Etsy and be like, "Hey, I want to do a volume purchase of this. What would it cost?" I was like, "What?" And they're like, "What? I want this many hundred. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll need a few weeks, but yeah, I can do it." Uh, you know, all of those so far have fallen through, but they were legitimate inquiries they were asking a lot of questions and like they wanted to know if it could happen so like if one of those actually went through you know could be a good thing and it was something that i already make anyways now something that's been working for me recently is anytime somebody wants like a one-off or something custom i actually say instead of doing venmo or paypal or whatever i say i'm gonna list it on etsy Mm -hmm. and go ahead and purchase it through there like granted they have to pay the taxes on top of it which covers you on uh, sales tax uh, but it's first of all, it's tracked. Second of all, you're offered Etsy shipping. I shipped a fairly large sign for eight dollars. That Walnut epoxy sign that I made shipped eight it for dollars. Eight dollars and change, under nine dollars to ship that thing. Eight dollars and change, eight ninety nine. Yeah, eight dollars yeah. and change, fifteen more dollars. <laughs> no, that's it, the it change. Was, <laughs> it was it was under nine dollars to ship that thing. That's crazy. And as a two inch box by twenty four inches by. 17 or 18 what yeah yes well it wasn't super heavy so i like i was able to wrap it up like crazy which was great because usps damaged the hell out of the box luckily the sign was good yeah so you can take advantage of etsy shipping which is a huge money saver mike you know because you've shipped some larger stuff mm-hmm. and etsy most etsy a lot of my stuff is is larger for the most part yeah and they, they have pretty good shipping so 
use that because not only that, but that you get an extra sale that counts and it literally displays right at the top of your page. Um, you're likely to get a review, which I've gotten reviews off of most of the items that I've, I've done that way. And uh, the best part is sometimes they'll buy other stuff. Of the three or four times that I've done it, two of those people actually bought the item they wanted and a couple of other items. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. Here's an extra 20 bucks. Cool. I'll take it. So basically be active. It's like, think of it as another social media. You want to keep posting stuff on there. Keep adding things in there. I took Dan's thing because he's mad now. Um, should I send it to Dan? I'll send it to Dan. Dan, what do you got on Etsy? I don't have a whole lot to add, but treat Etsy like another social media. The more you, you post, the, the more mouth. attention you'll get. <laughs> I was sitting on that answer for like I'm ever. so sorry, man. You son of a bee. But here's that's the all thing. I got. Dan, you're perfect. No, no, that's not I'm all I'm perfect. Got. Yeah, you can just no, no, leave it there. Retract that. You can that's leave it there. That's not all you got. Dan, you had uh, an Etsy account uh, starting when? Like two months ago? Three months ago? Like right at the holiday like peak, I think. Yeah. So before that holiday season, you've gotten what? how many sales on Etsy? Zero? Before right? the holiday zero? season? I didn't have an account. So yeah, zero yeah. is a fair yeah, yeah. answer. So, so you'd say roughly zero. Okay. Um, <laughs> how many sales have you gotten ballpark since then? Uh, 30. Uh, so so tens of sales. Tens of sales. But that's, but that's the thing. That's, that's sales you would have not gotten. Whether you sell yeah, for sure. one thing a month or 30 things in a week. It's sales. It's just another medium. Yeah. And guess what? Unlike Facebook Marketplace, no one's going to haggle you on the price. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. the that's the huge thing for me. I cannot stand the Facebook Marketplace because of the haggling. Look, if you want to haggle, I get it. I'm, I'm a fan of haggling. Whenever I buy things, I like to haggle. That's like the my favorite thing with buying a new car. I love to haggle. I will haggle all day. Don't you pay more for the new one? What are you talking about? I'll ask Kayla later. <laughs> yeah, I paid a little more. It's a little bit little more BA. It's a trail boss. I get it. It's a trail boss. But uh, uh what what was I gonna say before Pete rudely cut me off? I forget. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to haggle on Etsy. You you list the price, and if people want it, you know they'll they'll buy it. If they don't, they'll they'll go on to the next person, which is a huge thing for me. I don't have time to deal with Etsy, so like I started my Etsy uh, around the holidays. I had a lull in in uh, customer uh, commissions, so I took a bunch of my my offcuts and my scraps or whatever quote unquote scraps. And I turned them into cutting boards and what have you. And I made a bunch of Etsy cells. Etsy's great. That's all I got to add. Yeah. Mike? I think uh, Mike already Really went. nice pictures. I didn't go. Oh. Uh, take, really nice pic- take really nice pictures. Uh, that is the first thing people see. Uh, titles are very important. There is a spot for tags. Use those tags and tag the name of your shop in those tags. Uh, because if people search Coffee Custom Builds, they it doesn't bring up Coffee Custom Builds in the first link, first set of links. You'll have to scroll down, and then it'll say Shop Owners, and then it has Coffee Custom Builds. But if you put Coffee Custom Builds in the tags, it comes up and lists all of my items when you type in Coffee Custom Builds, or Coffee, or Coffee Custom. So or you, coffee I, builds. I was going to ask I do you that, that for do all you of do mine. multiple of yeah. them? Right? I do Coffee, Coffee Custom, Coffee Builds, Coffee Custom Builds in all of my listings. See all that's smart. I did. I so since you said anytime that, someone I updated a bunch coffee, of my listings. Yeah, anytime I yeah. see, and then um, I've also do like marketing research where I'm going through and looking at. I went through like two nights ago, and I was like, man, I haven't sold any bottle openers since I've had my Etsy on here. We were talking about bottle bottle openers. Um, my name was atrocious. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't like magnetic bottle opener. It Ooh. was something dumb. Dude, so, I just searched my name. Just just Petrie, uh-huh. and now. All the literally all the items I hashtag last night just came up instantly. Yep. Usually up it's instantly. like, don't know what you want. You want a tree or the mm-hmm. letter P? Because you we want have a both. P. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you you really want to put those tags in there. It helps a lot. So those are the kind of the big things to get going that I learned. I learned a lot of this stuff from Jeff and and Jess over at Two Moose. They helped me a lot. So one F nosy. Um, 
though, uh, yeah, uh, my joke I always make is when he was born, uh, there was no Fs given, so they only gave him one F. But anyway, that's great. Uh, 10 out of 10 joke. But, <laughs> 10 if Dan was here, yeah. he'd go. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then make sure your shipping times are up to date. And um, if you have, if you have an issue with a customer, uh, do everything you can reasonably to make sure they're happy. If there's a mistake or something, you know, you can't be really control. You can't control the shipping. I mean, you need to get it shipped out on time, but when things go wrong, you just need to be understanding. You just can't be like, not my problem. I didn't, I'm not the United States. <laughs> Post. You need to be like, I know this is frustrating. I actually can't control this, but I understand your frustration on this and I'll, I'll keep inquiring and try to help get this figured out. So, and if you do genuinely make a mistake, do what you would want to have done if you may, if that mistake was made to you. So what? I have one last thing. And that Go. is add some flair to your packaging. Make it stand out. I use white boxes on purpose. I can get brown boxes real cheap. I pay for the white boxes and they're, they just like, when you get a, a white box in your mail, like it's not a brown standard box. It kind of sticks out. <coughs> not only that, all, every single one of my, pa- my packages, whether it's an envelope or a box, gets a, your order is here with my logo on it. And I get at least, like, I'll get roughly about between one and five of those stories every week of someone, like, tagging me that they got my package. So, Just, like, zooming in on that little sticker that says, like, your order is here with my logo on it. White's better than brown? Okay. Oof. Well, moving on. So, moving I'm going to cut uh, this I'm looking out. at my... Uh, Hashtag Nebraska. I'm- nope. <laughs> I'm looking at my my store right now, and I'm I can see three, four. There's actually five listings that have terrible pictures that I need to update. So I'm I'm actually yeah. really not happy with five of them. Just looking at it right now. Um, so I need to do that soon. But uh, you know, make sure those pictures are good. Make sure the title makes sense. It doesn't need. to Remember, you're dealing with customers. Some people don't know what walnut is. Oh, they're looking so for true. A walnut tray. Brown wood. Dark wood tray. You need to remember. Yeah, <laughs> you need to remember who your audience is when you're doing that. That has to do with content too. That just works across anything. Time you're making something for someone who isn't yourself, and you want it to reach the most people. I don't want to say dumb it down, but dumb it down. Dumb it down. So um, that's the best advice we can give. I think. Uh, this. Oh, Dan, why don't you? Uh, why don't you do the, the giveaway since we're halfway through? Can you do that now, or you got a whole mouthful of nuts? Right? I got a whole mouthful of nuts, but I can do it. <laughs> cool. Well, nothing stopped you before. I'm gonna actually uh, mute myself because I'm gonna start eating some ice, and that'd be real annoying to hear. Do the giveaway. All right. So last week, Macbeth sponsored giveaway. We gave away a Starbond package, and that went to Hung over Hung. at Wiley's Woodworks. Congratulations, Hung. I love Hung. He's a good dude. This week, we had a whole lot of giveaways going on because of the 50th episode. Please forgive me. I got a mouthful of nuts. Like Mike said. (laughs) (laughs) So, we also gave away two $50 gift cards to Macbeth Hardwood. In the live show. In the live show. Which was a bit of a train wreck, but if you were in there... (laughs) You heard that we gave it away to uh, number one, which was Nick Fouts and John Grubb. Congratulations to those guys. This week, we are giving away an Odie's package, which consists of... Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Odie's Uh, Dark and the Wood Butter Dark. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. Odie's Dark and Odie's Dark Butter. Thank you to Macbeth Hardwood for sponsoring yet another giveaway. And Thank you very much. I had a code word phrase written down, but I can't find it. Chat room only fans. Yes, that, that was it. Was it? Chat room only. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a throwback to our 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 failed live our show. Our failed live show. <laughs> So our like stillborn live show, our our pre-show live sh- pre pre-show live show, show 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 pre-show live show pre-live show show yes, 
it it kind of it, it kind of failed week. a little bit, but people stuck around in the chat. So to make fun of us, that code make phrase <laughs> is uh, kind of a throwback to that. So, Mike, would you say that code code phrase again? It's a chat room only fans. Chat room only fans. If is I was the, trying to get entered, where would I send that, Dan? You would send that to us to us in an email at awpgiveaway at gmail dot com. Chat room where only fans. I send that. What's that? Where wouldn't I send that? You wouldn't send it. You would it not. Name. You would not send that to another woodshop podcast at gmail.com. Do not send that there. Do not That's send where you Daniel send your Dunlap. questions. You want to send the code phrase to awpgiveaway at gmail.com. Otherwise, it won't be counted. And if you, in case you don't know how to say that or spell that, it's in the show notes. There you go. So check them out. Boom shakalaka. On to the show. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Uh, this next question is from Moses Cho. Or is it Chosis Mo? Chosen Mo? Hey, guys. It's Moses with Chosen Craft Co. Big congrats to your 50th last week and congrats to your 51st this week. And so my question is, what's up with the 52nd? Are you guys <laughs> doing something special? For your first year anniversary, or is it going to be one of those "How are you sponsored?" episodes? <laughs> just kidding. I love all your episodes. Um, yeah, I was just curious. Thanks, guys. I mean, this is kind of an all of us answer. We, you know, we don't know what to do, right? <laughs> I mean, yep. is it? Does anyone else care about fifty two? I mean, it seems like fifty two I mean, doesn't mean anything, but a year. We, is per- we were excited for like the year fifty two. So I, I think the thing is. Year. 52 episodes for a lot of podcasts doesn't mean a year because they're not as consistent as us, yeah. nor are they as good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so jo- I'm just joking. Uh, but the, the 52 doesn't necessarily mean a year for a lot of podcasts, but for us, it does mean a year. Cause, a year. Yep. Yeah. We actually went back and straight. forth on how we were going to celebrate that, 52 or 50. We almost celebrated the year instead of 50. Yeah. And I've almost yeah, like, so, why would you do that? Yeah, 50 <laughs> makes more sense to the, like we were just saying. When you're making stuff for other people, think about the people who are consuming it more than yourself. So that was kind of our thought. But we will make a big deal. I mean, a year is a big deal. It's I mean, a big we, deal. we are proud of that. And we're we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna forget about that next I've had episode. to deal with you guys probably, for a year. I prob- I've known Dan a year. We should pro- <laughs> <laughs> We should probably figure something out next week. We can't be giving away like piles of shirts again. I'm or already we broke. We talked about this. We could probably Kayla! Kayla, we could Kevin probably Card. we could pro- <laughs> we could probably give away a AWP shirt in the live, and then we'll throw an extra. You guys want to throw an extra AWP shirt in the? Well, we'll do it next week. We'll deal with it next week because that's going to be the actual one year anniversary. So, um, what, Pete? What do you think? AWP hat, the but the good ones. You know what I'm talking about? Uh uh-uh. Organic craft. Oh, we can get a we can get one made from there. Yeah. Have to, do we have those set up? No. I, Man, I we need those happen. hats. I want to get one of those hats. I, I want one. I, I don't know why we haven't done it yet. Like, yeah, why haven't we done that? Let's order uh, us all hats. Okay. Dan wants one. I and then I'll let's let's do an extra hat I next ju- week. For, I just ordered uh, one from from him, like a second one, because I started getting uh, Dunlap stains on mine. Yeah, I had Ooh, a couple orders for those this week. I had to get. You can them, see so. my Dunlap stains. right Well, listen, listen. Let's not figure this out here. It's because I work. We'll let you guys. We'll do it live. <laughs> I need to find my text from Dan saying that I just slept 19 of the last 24 hours. <laughs> no. Um, let's figure this out, but we'll, we'll give something away for the one year anniversary for sure. A little extra. For shizzle, my nizzles. For shizzle. For shizzle, my chisels. You want to you um, record that part? What? I said, Dan, do you want to re record that part? No. Nope. For shizzle, my chisel. <laughs> What are you eating now? Olive. He's like got lasagna. What the heck? <laughs> What's he got? Olives. Is that sardines? Dan? Olives. He's just slamming olives. Dan. All right. I'll love you. Oh, oh God. All right. Nick <laughs> Come on. Come on. Nick, Nick Pachia's question. All right, Nick. Hey, guys. Nick from The Working Grain. Uh, so this week I got a little bit of sad news to share. Believe it or not, I have never cut dados before. Um, I'm putting together an entryway bench for a client of mine. It's going to have some cubby space, and I'm going the birch plywood route. Uh, a friend of mine recommended white side bits. 
um, using their dado bit for the router. Um, but I was just wondering if you guys had any preference between using the bit in the router table or a dado stack in the table saw, um, or if you know of any advantages or disadvantages to using one over the other. Thanks, guys. I love that white side plywood dado router bit set. It is sick. It works really good. It's not perfectly tight because plywood does variate in sizes and stuff, but variate. it is tight. And you can, uh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> is that not a word? I don't no. think variates a word. It can be. It's oh, he's going to look it up now. Let variate. me Google this right variate. now. Another random form of variable. Variate is a word. What so You guys feel pretty stupid oh, right yeah. now. Uh, noun, variate, plural. Tell me I, I feel stupid. Look as he eats like nine olives. <laughs> Who's stupid now? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's not perfect, but they do work really well. And if it's a little bit loose, it's never really loose. But if it's a little bit loose, a little extra glue ain't gonna hurt it. So just fill that thing with glue, and that wet that wet glue will. Uh, I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere. There is. There's so many um, jokes in there. Um, but the other side of that coin is if you've got to do like twenty dados. You don't want to do it on a router bit. It's true, going to be true, so true. much faster on the table saw, like just way faster. But setting up the the router table dado bit is really quick compared to setting up a dado stack. So if you've got like, I usually kind of go around 10. If I got more than 10, I'm setting up the stack. So, and if you got, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Dan. 100% agree. That white side router bit uh, dado bit 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 is amazing and it, it, nine nine times out of ten it's gonna it's gonna fit perfectly even though it like mike says uh <laughs> plywood variates <laughs> there's a lot of variate there's a lot of variation sometimes there's up to four variates per but it's it's like dead on most of the time but if yeah. you, if you're going to do like a ton of that same thing, Mike is 100% correct. Get your dado stack yes. set in and dialed in and use that as I swing my fork around. Um olive fork. I really I really can't like olive lamp. I really can't add on to what Mike said other than I agree with him. Pete, do you have <laughs> anything to add? Yeah, I disagree. Oof. Of course he does. Yeah, no, I I think it doesn't. Yes, the data router bits are nice. Uh, the one, the white side set that you guys are talking about. I don't own it, but I've seen the way they cut. There's like other ones out there. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, a white it doesn't side have one. to be. There's, oh yeah, they yeah. have to be plywood dado sets to actually fit a da- uh, plywood piece in there. Perfect. Those are great. But if you're cutting dados for custom size pieces, you're probably gonna have to play around with the size anyways, or run it multiple times through that. I will give you one reason for why you should always go to the dado stack, and that is dust collection. Because when you're running a dado through a router table, it's just shooting that sawdust out. Don't you have dust collection for your router table? I do. I I don't have that. Yeah, but if you're running a – I have it over the top. I don't have it through the cabinet. So Seems like a failure on your part. Well, maybe, but most people don't have that. Dan, I'm sorry. (laughs) What is your router table like? Oh, you don't have one. Okay, I'm just gonna keep talking. It cool. So, so yeah, it, as far as I'm gonna have one tomorrow. Is, now, I agree with them. Yes, it's that if you're gonna do a couple router tables, fine. But if you're gonna do a whole ton of them, set up the dado stack. It's worth it. It's also a much cheaper option due to router table. So I get it. But you ever you're just have drink to all the juice? Cleanup. <sighs> Next question. Well, also, I mean, <laughs> with the dado on the router bit. If you have dust collection through the cabinet, if you don't, yeah, it's going to get messy. But if you have it through the cabinet, the dust doesn't have anywhere to go. It goes into that cabinet and will get pulled down. But when you get through the end, sometimes it will shoot off the back. So you can get that. But, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about saving a few minutes uh, without swapping out a dado bit, I mean, a mess is kind of whatever. But it is a factor to think of for sure. Pete's 100% right. Uh, Tyler Isaacs, he has this to say. Hey guys, Tyler Isaacs here, Wooden Whiskers Trading Company. So I recently ran into an issue where I was doing a glue up using some Titebond 2 
and uh, got it in some crevices more than I wanted, and uh, I've been struggling to get it out where I'm not affecting the base wood. Do you got any tips for next time? Thanks. Dan, I don't know what he's talking about. Can you enlighten me? A little bit. Uh, <coughs> I love me some Taibon. Don't get me wrong. But that Taibon 2 is crazy yellow. And one of the reasons why I will often, like, choose to use Gorilla Wood Glue is because it will cure. Glue doesn't dry, first of all. It cures. It will cure clear as opposed to that yellow Taibon 2. I will not argue the strength of Taibon 2 or 3 or the original. I will argue the fact that it cures not clear. That might be the problem that you're facing. Use a wood glue that will cure clear. I will say that Taibon Speed Set cures clear, and so does their Quick and Thick. So try that next time. Pete, what do you think? Uh, what was the question? I was typing notes. Damn it, Pete. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I know it was about a glue up, but we'll, no, what was the question? I'm not, legit question. I legit don't know the question. I don't know what he means. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to visualize it's getting in crevices. He's He, he got Taibon 2, which is super yellow, into crevices, mm-hmm. and he's having trouble getting it out. What crevices? What does that mean? Like, I mean, you can get in there with like a chisel or a blade and try to clean it out. Like, if it's, I'm assuming it's a 90 degree or something. I'm assuming like that, that, and I'm also assuming that he got it into like some some pores of the wood, and he's having well, trouble maybe, getting yeah. rid of the look. I've seen people mm-hmm. use like tape on the joint on both sides, and like when it joins up, it just goes all over the tape. And you, oh yeah, it I've off. seen uh, uh, Jeff and Jess over at Two Moose do that. Yeah, my favorite trick is groups. the. Uh, the straw so you just get it like a regular party straw Mm -hmm. that's flexible and you just stick it into the corner and just it scoops up the glue and you once you fill it up you cut off a little bit with the scissors and then just keep going until you clean up the whole thing that works really well um and that's it that's that's i've done something like that with uh the tetris the tetris bookshelf i'm working on Mm. i didn't use the straw however i didn't smear the glue around and I waited for about 30 minutes or so for it to tack up a little bit. And then I used like a card scraper, the perfect 90 degree corner of the card scraper and scraped it out of there. Good call. You could do something like that. Mike. I still don't have any idea what we're talking about. So uh, <laughs> basically, I, is this you, just talking about glue squeeze out? Glue squeeze out in tight spaces or awkward oh, spaces. I just tape it. I just tape those joints. And then uh, one thing I really like. Well, with Type Bond three, this works. I, I've never actually used Type Bond two, the non brown Type Bond two. I really like the Type Bond two brown on walnut and and darker woods. It is really nice, but I've never used Type Bond two. But the Type Bond three, um, is I mean I don't don't really see my glue joints because my joints are really good. <laughs> um, Weird flex, no, but okay. <laughs> but um, but I'll do the tape up at the joint, which is honestly it's a pain in the neck procedure. But man, does it make that final process so nice when you when it's dry and you just pull that tape off and the joint is so clean. Oh, man, it's really nice. But it's like uh it's like setting up for painting, you know? Like yes. 90% of it's set up, you know, it's just sucks. But once you get it done and you pull that tape off and that joint's like perfectly clean, it makes it worth it. Um another thing is with Type Bond 3, if you're using Type Bond 3, which I know he said he was using too, if you put Type Bond 3 on and wait it has to be almost exactly 45 minutes. If you hit that with a dumpy chisel, it's at like this perfect point where the, the type on three will come off and not leave any residue behind. It's like almost perfectly tacky and you hit it with that dumpy chisel and it won't t- cause it's not, it's not cured to the wood yet. It's not going to tear out any fibers. It will separate. It's almost, almost like a gel or like that is however humidity specific. Yes. So if you're in Arizona, that's like 20 minutes. Yeah, it could dry faster for sure. Yeah. So um, 45 right. minutes. If you hit it at the right time, it just comes, it just like peels up. Yeah, it's like a, you yeah. can almost like grab one side and pull it up. And it's it like crazy. peels as a string almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one way to do it. Um, 
sometimes you kind of have to do the like wet towel thing and, and that usually ends up just smearing glue everywhere i don't really like that method a lot of people will do that but i don't like that method um but yeah in tight crevices and stuff like a hard i guess if you had like a 60 degree joint or something and you had to get in there that'd be a pain in the neck i mean uh the tape thing's really going to save you a ton of time on that joint in my opinion um let me get on to the next question here that was it. I'm just that kidding. Was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that it? <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. It. Good lord. We're done. Why don't we hop out of this one? Because no one's going to listen to this one. I mean, after no, what I'm just going to get comfortable 51, with my jar of olives. Should we just listen to Lonely Island some more and then blast it into the podcast? Well, <laughs> get taken our down. Patrons will get to listen to that. Will we not get sued? <laughs> Is that a? We will 100% get sued. Let's not. Do Let's that. not do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, big thanks to our patrons. Huge yeah. thanks Thank to our patrons. To, yeah, the biggest of thanks. You guys are Especially amazing. you. You know who you are. You know. You're the one. You, you're the one. Wink. You're the, you're literally the reason we're able to stay afloat. You. All the other you ones are and cool, you, but you're, you're the best one. Like, yeah, like <laughs> those were getting us to like just above water. Like you helped us get over the, the top. Jeez. Thank you. Uh, okay, Pete, took it too far. Look, Oh, look, Pete took it too far. Everyone's surprised. <laughs> um <laughs> No, big thanks to everyone. Uh, we will be back next week, and we would like to say thank you for everyone who shares the show. That really, really does help a lot. Keeping the show alive in the social medias. Is that a thing people say, social medias? Keeping the show active and alive and out there really helps keep the show going. So keep sharing the show. You guys do so much. We yeah, we aren't seriously. always the best about sharing it on the podcast account, but we are. I feel like I'm, I'm being attacked right now. You're 100% being attacked. Uh, the the We do all personally share it on our pages every time. So we really appreciate you guys doing that. Um, so thank you so much for that. Uh, keep giving us those reviews. I actually don't know where we're at on reviews. Maybe Pete can pull it up real quick and give us a quick. Uh, sure, I'll bang it. I'm going to guess 185 five-star reviews. Um, what, Dan? He, what he Dan said bang it again. I'm just. Oh, God. I'm over that joke. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a joke. <laughs> superior He's binging it right engine. now. Um, what else we, we got going on? We should, else we uh, we should do a final check. Do we have any gift cards to give away? Just one. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I listened to that. Like, oh, you had me scared for like a nanosecond there. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, we did that right? Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we. Could, wait, what is Pete pulling it up for reals? I think it's fine. But oh yeah. Like, uh, well, his, then I'll just stall for a minute. His being is then, is about as good as our audio. In the pre-show. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm in the po- podcast app. So Oof, podcast good. app. Oh, so you didn't bing it. That didn't work. I don't actually cool. bing it. I want to give a huge shout out and I a thank you to reviews. everybody who hung out with us in the pre-show today, tonight, this yeah, evening. Fun. Uh We had some technical Pete difficulties. Was I was wasn't going to throw. I wasn't going to throw Pete under the bus, but he screwed That's everything up. Well, I hate when audio doesn't work. It just it's you know. don't do that, Dan. He's already like pissed off. I know. We're <laughs> at 184 reviews. I said 183. Star. You said 185. You actually, off. you were way off. Oh, did I? Yeah, no. you were real close. What an idiot. But anyways, uh, sorry about the technical difficulties this evening. But you know, we'll be back in full force next week. Yeah, I'm sorry. these things Dan, happen. It's fine. Dan petted Max, and that just it makes caused like anything. a uh, a waterfall of static butterfly, electricity butterfly yep and it, it, it went through a transformer it in went texas from nebraska to new jersey. new jersey it was crazy it was via texas anyway texas don't mess with it uh <laughs> all right well let's call this episode yeah. good or serviceable you guys <laughs> serviceable <laughs> good episode was serviceable <laughs> This episode is an episode. This sure was an episode. Uh, (laughs) Let's get out of here. Come on, this is ridiculous. Okay, bye now. Bye. Okay, bye. Love you long time.